Hey boys, this is the <clears throat> the loneliest podcast you'll ever hear. It's just me today. Uh, your commish. Uh, the other guys were not able to join, so um, it's basically like my tryouts for uh, when I do radio one day, and I become a sports broadcaster because my Mag and David yearbook uh, in eighth grade said that in twenty years from now. Yossi will be a sportscaster, so by 2025, I have to be a sportscaster in order to keep that up. Speaking of Mag and David, it was actually funny. Um, they sent me a, uh email just now that said, calling all Mag and David alumni, right? Whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, graduating class of 96, I'm working on uh, getting a whole, uh, building a database of all the graduates, and then there's an alumni questionnaire. The typical questions, first name, last name, email, primary address, how do we best reach you, what year did you graduate, are you married, kids, blah, blah. And then uh, and then the last question was, share happy news or accomplishments. I don't think anybody in Mag and David, besides her Moses, Dave, and Moshal, We'll probably get this, but I wrote back-to-back Mazda champion. So, oh, Alsev, Alsev, yeah, Alsev, and Vic. Okay, all right. I guess more than I thought. But uh, if you didn't get that email, suck it, because you guys are not alumni. Um, I also wrote that I graduated from MIT, but uh, I don't think they're gonna believe that. But again, I don't think Sophia Shrem Sasson knows who I am, so might believe me. I went from graduating MIT to being a clothing wholesaler, so that was exciting. All right, <clears throat> last week's matchups, let's go through it. Um, I'm not going to do anything detailed, because uh, what I want to discuss also, I want to discuss some other things. First off, uh, the podcast is brought to you by Holy Schnitzel. Uh, even though Jillian made me dinner, I came home late and I ate some pesto for lunch, Um she made me pesto with chicken, and I already ate that, so instead I went and bought chicken. I literally cooked her now. I know. Jillian's here, by the way. I told her to join me on the podcast. She didn't really want to join me. She'd rather watch uh, Criminal Minds, Chicago Fire, PD. PD. Joey told me things are going crazy right now. He said, have you been watching? Is Jillian Okay. <laughs> uh, that's what I figured. Alrighty. Um all right. In two and a half weeks from now, we have uh Maza Bowl. I'm recording Thursday night right now. In two and a half weeks from now, we have uh Maza Bowl. It's gonna be the Safety Bowl. Vixav versus Alsav. Um the Alsav chat has been Oh my god, non-stop chatter. It's crazy, the playbook we're coming up with. Uh, just Alsav's on top of his game. Like He's just he's just running the tables and making sure everything's perfect. He's I think we got, we're going to do some special things this year because of Alsav. Um, <clears throat> now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention that I do things a little bit differently today since I'm here talking to myself. Uh... No, I don't talk to myself. There's usually Stan and Mocas. There's usually Stan and Mocas. Maybe on the podcast, and 
life you talk to yourself all the time you're your biggest fan if I'm not my biggest fan who will if I'm not for myself who will be for me What does that mean? Like who listens to you? You're talking to yourself. Is someone else a fan for you? Yes. People listen to the Madison podcast. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Okay. We're in agreement. No. I have to be my biggest fan for other people to be a fan of me first. Nobody likes losers. Look at Charles. Nobody likes losers. Uh, I like Charles. Mm, no, you don't. He's own six. Okay. Oh, he's one in five. Oh, man. He won this week. Alright, this is a good time to go through go through matchups. Alright. Um What a snoozer of the matchup of the week was definitely Vixav crushing my life away. Um I had a disappointing week. Kareem Hunt going to the IR, Gibson going out, coming back in, then going out again, Terry McLaurin putting up a dud and probably getting injured in the meantime also. Baker Mayfield having a complete torn labrum. Uh Hopkins Hopkins, after kicking 93 93 total yards on Sunday and putting up 10.5 points for me, uh, loses his job. Uh, Tom Brady probably would have died if I wasn't in attendance. By the way, I got to say, that was a lot of fun. I went with Stan, Shirari, and Charles. It was a lot of fun. We tailgated out at the stadium, and and Stan mentioned that... um, if there's ever like a, a Philly game or a New York game on a Thursday night or maybe Monday night going forward, we should we should make it a game. It was just chill, and obviously it would be different circumstances because I was rooting for the for the away team, and these Philly fans were absolutely bonkers. Uh, but we should get together. It was a fun game. It was it was exciting, and it was just chill. You leave work. From Edison, it was an hour and 20 minutes to get to the stadium. It usually takes me and Stan an hour and 40 minutes to get to, uh, to City Field. Yes, okay, City Field is a 25-minute ride home. This was a two-hour ride home, but whatever. I mean, same thing. Um, it was a lot of fun tailgating the game. Uh, it should be done more often. So, <clears throat> anyways, back to that. Tom Brady probably would have died had I not been in attendance, but I was in attendance, so he kept it up. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is just a stud. He's beautiful. He's white. And uh, and he's 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 just a absolute monster. But it wasn't enough. Uh, Cooper Cup was uh, not enough to carry my team. On Vixav's side, Vixav's side, Vixav's team absolutely crushed it uh, based on... Uh, that Vikings game that went into overtime. He had Cousins, Dalvin Cook, and I think he had one more. It's not coming to me. But yeah, it was it was a crazy game. No, it was just those two guys now I'm looking at it. Yeah. Um it was a crazy game that went into overtime and Vixav just cashed in on a lot of points in that overtime. He still would have beaten me even if it didn't go to overtime because his team did a lot better than my team. Um, even without Mike Williams, so, and, um, the biggest, uh, Harris did well, Harris put up 17 points, laughed in my face after me laughing at Vic's face for three weeks, but, uh, yeah, suck, I'm gonna jump into, 
Jump into the Charles Sherrari matchup. Charles and Sherrari matchup came down to Monday night. It was another uh, another exciting matchup. CD Lamb put Charles back into it, and then on Monday night, Charles had. Uh, did he have Ricky Seals Jones? I I don't even remember the Monday night matchup, but was it the Bills? It was the Bills, right? Um, as you can see, I'm not so prepared, but um, Charles crushed that one. And um, Charles has some problems. Charles has some problems going forward. I mean, it's either you're getting 15 points from Trevor Lawrence, uh, or is he going to start um, Zach Wilson or the guy on the Giants? What's his name again? Um, I don't know. I forgot his name. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Um Mike Evans is not doing so well. Uh, he's typical Mike Evans, though. One week on, one week off, one week on, one week average, one week beast. That's typical uh, Mike Evans throughout his career. Shirari. Shirari is 2-4 and four right now. We all thought this would be Shirari's game to go back to 3-3, three and three, make his way back into the playoffs, the playoff picture. Uh, now he's just got to wait another extra couple weeks to get back into that playoff picture, which we all know he will do because he's Shirari. Jonathan Taylor is looking like the absolute studiest of studs. Um, if not for Derrick Henry, who's an absolute cheat code, and we'll talk about that in the Alistair matchup, I think Jonathan Taylor is going to be the number two pick next year in uh, in snake drafts, obviously, I'm talking about. But uh, Shirari did get lucky with it. Not lucky. He smartly put in uh, Khalil Herbert into his lineup, <clears throat> and the paid off for him, 18 points. It didn't pay off enough because obviously we know Charles' guy is ripped. But, um, but yeah. I People will say, oh, but you know, you said about Jonathan Taylor, what about Najee? Yeah, Najee Harris, okay, he's great. He's getting 20 touches a game, 20 attempts a game, but who knows what the situation is going to be next year. Maybe Aaron Rodgers is going to be passing, handing him the ball. We shall see. But, uh, Shreve is also... Shirai was also short-staffed at Kyle Pitts on the bench on by had Matt Ryan on by so both these teams are solid teams and should be looking to come back uh, as she absolutely obliterated and actually uh, made his way now I'm remembering it was it was uh, am I in the right week yes I'm in the right week okay it was that Lamar Jackson game uh, that... No, that was the week before. All right, I just got to start over. I don't know what's going on over here. Um, <clears throat> right, okay, so it was the Bills game. And um, and Ez just absolutely obliterated Moshal. 163 to 110. Moshal is making it a theme to not be so good. And um, just allowing teams to crush him. It looks like, it looks like, um, Moshal is not going to be very competitive this year, not going to make the playoffs. Um, I mean, he had a great, it was a great trade with Mike Williams, and it sucked for him that DK Metcalf was, lost his quarterback. I don't know how much we're going to see. He's still a must start, but I don't know how much we're going to get out of him. Now, um, 
Tampa Bay defense. Tampa Bay defense is not as good as you know as everybody thought it would be. They put up a one twenty point week. That's it. That's really it. They've been getting crushed. They've been getting crushed by the uh, by the pass. So I don't know. I'm not I'm not really. Uh, I would like them to do better. That's the truth. I want them to do better. They botched not signing Gilmore, but it is what it is. And um, I'm going to actually, since I'm talking to myself, um, and Jillian, who doesn't want to participate at all, is not <clears throat> joining me. We're about 12 minutes in. I'm just going to YouTube um, the best commercials and just put on a commercial while I take a bite out of my sandwich. Because I'm hungry and... You're right. You're your own biggest fan. Here we go. We're going on break. You can still hear me because the microphone's still on. So, but we're still going on break. Ashton Kutcher's catching Mila Kunis eating his Cheetos. This is Shaggy. It was a short break. Does anybody remember that one? I think that was a uh, Bucks Super Bowl commercial. I vaguely remember it. Anything pretty much like after that second quarter, I don't remember at all. It was like euphoric. Very exciting. Um, Alright, so here's... So we'll go through the rest of the matchups real quick. Um... Congratulations, Moshal. Melvin Gordon just got a touchdown. Congratulations. <clears throat> okay. Uh, week six matchups. We're going to go through. All right. We have. We went through that one. Joseph versus Mocas. Joseph getting his second win of the season against, at the time, the 4 and 1 Mocas. Um. Mocast looking like a real, real contender. And then you lose to Saf? Come on, man. What are you doing? But, uh... You put up 113, you don't really expect much. Uh, he has a stud in James Robinson. Absolute stud. Darren Waller, you know what? Darren Waller just hasn't been the guy that you drafted him to be. It hasn't been the, 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 you know, 20 points a week, 15 points a week. He scored double digits just twice this entire season. And one of them was just 13 points. He had that beast first week, and everybody thought, okay, great, this guy's going to be Kelsey-esque after that first week. 
then he just sort of uh, took backstage. Let's see. Let's see how they continue to. Uh, his his targets were down in the first uh, game of the non Gruden era, era, post Gruden era. Uh, let's see how they continue with, uh, against Philly this week. But if it's uh, still in that uh, same range, that five to seven range, I think it's cause for concern. Um, Joseph is starting. Joseph, his team, his team is solid. I mean, Kadarius Tony went down for him early. Guy got five points in a matter of thirty seconds in that game, and he probably would have twenty something, thirty points, not thirty, maybe twenty something points if he played that entire game. Uh, Miles Sanders, all right, whatever. You get what you get, and you don't get upset. Uh, Stephon Diggs finally, finally broke out with a good game. Uh, his first game of over 15 points this season. And uh, I guess he was just waiting to be off Stan's team to do that. I know, I know. It sucks, but, but it is what it is. So congratulations for Joe Saf for getting your win there. Uh, Al Sav and Stan. What a matchup this was. 138 to 131. Stan looked like going into this matchup, going into Monday Night Football... Stan looked like he was locked and loaded into this uh, into this matchup. He looked like he was going to walk away with the win, but Derrick Henry said, "Little boy," so he crushed Stan, the Bills fan, and Stan, the fantasy man, uh, all in one night. And I think it was whatever. As as a, as a as an NFL watcher. Uh, people will say that was the right move. I think it was not. I think it was the stupid move. The Bills are a better team. Bills shouldn't have been going for it. They should have kicked it. And give me stupid stats like, okay, but he's 13 and 14, fourth down, half a yard. I don't give a crap. You go for it. You tie the game, and the Bills are the better team. They would have won. Okay, they couldn't stop Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry made them look like an absolute morons, but whatever. I think the Bills win the game if they take it to the tie. No way of telling. No way of proving me wrong. Stan was in attendance on Thursday night when Leonard Fournette was going nuts. He was cheering Leonard Fournette and then proceeded to cheer as the Bucks were about to blow the game um, because he learned rather quickly that it sucks to be rooting for the away team in Philadelphia. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Um, Alice has team. It's just, just, um, just this guy named King Henry. That's it. Nothing to see there. Uh, I don't. I think I'm missing. Oh, matchup matchup of the week is the Duke versus Dagny matchup. What a matchup this was! This was exciting. This was the highest scoring matchup of the week. Duke didn't get points leader as he was projected to for most of Sunday. Uh, Duke didn't even get second, but he got. Uh, I think he was down up there in third. Uh, you put up 160, and you losing that sucks. Um, Dag had great weeks by Kyler Murray. Um, Daryl Williams did great for him. Dak Prescott did great for him. He Dag's just rolling, and, and to have the you know what to have the the testicular fortitude to start Marvin Jones. What's, what does that mean? What. Dag has a testicular fortitude. What does that mean? Meaning he has the balls. He has the balls, like the 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 iron balls, to start Marvin Jones after putting up 
three the week before, 3.9 the week before. But then again, he had no one else on his bench that he would have started. Yeah, Galladay was out. Oh, absolutely a compliment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, he wouldn't have started Richard Bateman. He's just coming off injury. Had Galladay been active, Dag, I want you to let me know. Had Galladay been active, would you have started Marvin Jones or Galladay? Because you were going to start Cooks and you were going to start Deontay. So I'm guessing that the questionable guy would have been Marvin Jones. Was he there if Galladay was active? So let me know. I'm just curious about that. You could. Text me or send it to the chat. Uh, feel free to send it. Um, I'm looking at Pristine Auction right now. We're not sponsored by Pristine Auction, but I'm just mentioning it here. Just to show you, and I know obviously this group knows it because we're a educated bunch of uh, individuals over here. Um, Hope Solo. Hope Solo is one of the greatest goalies in female soccer history. Her soccer went her her assigned jersey of Hope Solo just went for thirty two dollars on Pristino Auction. Just to give you like a, an example of how crappy that is, um, a let's see let's see another crappy guy. Um, a Zach Moss. Ugly Eclipse alternate speed helmet, mini speed helmet, went for $52. Not saying Zach Moss. Zach Moss sucks. Not saying he's horrible, but you're putting Hope Solo, the greatest goalie of all time. Women stink. Um, Ben Shapiro actually had a nice uh, bit today. The difference between men and women in the NBA and WNBA. If you guys want to see it, it's actually really comical to go see that uh, the female, <laughs> the WNBA parade in Chicago. <laughs> it was like four people came to the parade. And uh, and these women want to be paid $40 million the same way men do. Uh, you know what? As Ben Shapiro said, a high school boys basketball team can beat... The NBA, the WNBA finalists, a good high school basketball team, not Magan David, not Flatbush, like I'm talking like one of these Abid schools like Lincoln High or something like that, can beat the WNBA finalists. When a WNBA player dunks, it gets plastered on the headlines on ESPN because it's so rare. These high school kids on East 4th and MUP are dunking nonstop because they're Whatever. There is a difference between men and women. And whatever. And these women just think that they should be as equal to the NBA players and getting paid $40 million. But instead they get paid $40,000. So, <laughs> Anyways, that has nothing to do with Mazda. It was just me ranting. Uh, I'm going to go through next week's matchups real quick. Um, I'm just going to give my prediction since nobody else is on here. Uh, we're going to start off with my matchup versus Moshel. I think I sneak this one out. Uh, Moshel's team is not that good. Neither is mine right now. But I think I have a couple guys with a higher upside. Uh, I got lucky with Moshel having a couple good guys on by. So uh, I think I'll sneak that one out. Alsat versus Duke uh, is going to be my upset of the week. 
Duke is going to beat Alsev, and Alsev is going to be 5-2. and two, But Derrick Henry will probably prove me wrong and prove me stupid. Uh, right now, Joseph is playing Dagmi. These two guys are boys. I like this as a rivalry. Dagmi is going to lose this matchup to Joseph. And I think Joseph, uh, wheeling and dealing, will be 3-4. and four. Charles uh, obviously will lose to Ezra, so he will go to 1-6. and six. Um, Sharari, I think, will beat Mokas. Sharari will beat Mokas. That's one of, part of my predictions. Um, and Stan will crush the ever-living life out of Vixav, bring him back to Earth after beating me last week. Um, and that is... That's that last week's matchup. So now, oh, Mazable. Let's talk Mazable. So we have the entire stadium uh, by... Kaiser Park. I'm very excited about that. Uh, we're probably going to play it the same way we played. Um, probably we play the same way we played it when we were at um, Floyd Bennett Field, Aviator. Uh, that's how you know we play the the wide way, and then between the 30s, whatever from the whatever it is, Sharari was telling me about it this week. I just don't remember. Maybe you can remind me. But um, I'm working on a couple of things for Mazabo. Um, some gear. We're working on some interviews, some uh, media week stuff. Should be a lot of fun. Um, and and yeah, and that's that's pretty much what I have for Mazabo. Uh, just a reminder, yeah, it's going to be in the... Um, on the day of the marathon. So, prepare for that. Now, I'm going to go... Um, we're going to go to the emails, and we're going to answer some Maza mailbag questions. Joseph said, Please squeeze this email in between Charles's 46th and 47th question. I'm all for legacy names, as Mocha suggested, but I'd like to know why that name was picked and why it's significant. My name as a backstory, as a nice backstory. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, if if you have if you have a maybe we could feature it. Maybe we can we can do a nice thing out of it in social media where people will pick their legacy name and then why they chose it. Um, example: Why Stan is known as the Water Boy. Uh, Dagmi, we know, is the Batman, even though it's going to be rip tags today um, for this week. So, I like that. I like that. Maybe we can make a thing out of it. Mocas, what do you think? Um, we can make a nice thing out of the legacy names, uh, posts, or whatever. Alsev. Alsev actually sent it. Um, when will this rental madness end? Rostering two kickers and two defenses. Debated Lee worse than rostering three tight ends. How do you let this guy be on first? Who is on first? Um, I don't know. I, I got to check the Dodgers game. I see who's on first right now, but I don't really know. Um, yeah, so the rental thing, I have no problem with it. It's two weeks. It's not one week. Deal with it. Um, what's what, what's going to change? If I make it to three weeks? Okay, so people rental for three weeks. Who cares? So you'll get a guy for three weeks. 
and realistically, it's coming to an end. Okay, the trade deadline's coming. Chalas, like, what are you, what are you whining so much about? Like, really, get over it. Vixav, following up on Al Sav's voice note on, on uh, mailbag, says, "Listening to Al cry all week about cheap rental trades. Should trade rentals be banned, or maybe make it a three-week minimum trade back rule? That would make the trade have to be more balanced for both sides, and not just a few fab bucks and a scrub for a starting quarterback." Um, we had three-week trade back thing. Nobody really traded back anymore. The rentals became a non-factor. Rentals are still not non are still a non-factor for the most part of the season. It's just a couple of bi-week things that people just want to try to get. Uh, um, the trades are balanced. They're not imbalanced. They're I wouldn't allow a trade rental for let's say if you did Jonathan Taylor for uh, Taylor Mills. I wouldn't allow that because that's stupid. But, uh, yeah. And he follows up with the next question. Mabruk, on your first win in two years, Chuck, I think you should retire on a high note. Uh, I agree. Uh, congrats, Charles. Finally got a win. Um, how's it feel? How's it feel? Like you're 1-5 in five now. Like You feel like you're on top of the world? Do you feel like, like oh, my God, I'm so special. I'm going to go home and make some... Passionate love to my wife because I just got my first win. Way to go, Charles. Earn those two championships on your rings with that one win last week. Why am I being awkward? Charles got a win last week, so I'm sure he already had the passionate love with his wife. Um, Alright, uh, that's it for the mailbag. And... I think it's safe to say I will not be a sportscaster. I'm disappointed in that decision. Um, but I think I'm making a little more money than uh, being a sportscaster in my job right now. Just a drop. Um, all right, look out for some stuff that I'm going to be sending for Mazabol. Should be exciting, should be fun. Let's go to another commercial break. What's that guy's name that I've been from Third Rock? Morgan? He's hilarious. I love him. Um, okay, now reach out to you guys now. Let me know. Shoot me a quick voice note. Um, this is going to be for Media Week, stuff we're going to be working on. Send me a, a, a nice voice note of what uh, what the league means to you. Like, well, how much how much do you give on a weekly basis to Mazat? 
on a yearly basis to Mazda, even on the off season. What what drives you to want to be part of this uh, awesome league? Send it over in a voice note. Um, I want to make a nice thing out of it. I know some of you are not going to do it because, oh, this is so terrible. Just do it. Just do it. So annoying. My God. All right, we got that out of the way. Um, yeah, send, send some nice voice note. Maybe a little trash-talking voice note. Try to do it separately. Uh, a little trash talking voice note so I can make like an intro to the to Maza Bowl. Um, so that should be fun. Not oh, another thing. Next week, by the way, we have hopefully Stan and Duke's mid season review. Yes, it's already halfway into the fantasy football regular season. So next week hopefully we'll be getting that uh, crazy review that they had. Last year, Duke was zoomed in. He was in the city or whatever it was. But hopefully this year we'll have him in person. And he'll uh, be able to share it in person. And it's going to be very exciting. Um, I think I'm going to end the voice note now. I'm going to end this uh, beautiful monologue that I made. It's about 33 minutes long. Jillian looks very excited that it's about to end. Um, Jill, any parting words? Can't hear you. Can't hear you. Alright. I'm sorry, guys. This is not the, uh... She's not, like, whatever. She's not acting like a Mazda wife, but, okay. Natalie's very excited to be part of Mazda League. Natalie's a newlywed. Natalie's a newlywed. <laughs>